Hello and welcome to the Talking Food with Bid Food podcast. I'm this episode's guest host, Emily Butler, and I'm the Customer Marketing Manager for the education sector. For this episode, I'm excited to talk all things LASA. We were honoured to be part of the main event this year. We love nothing more than creating fun, innovative and exciting concepts each and every year. For our 2023 stand, we wanted to not only bring alive one of our 2023 trends, Retro Love, we also wanted to incorporate food hacks for cost saving, ideas for increasing pupil engagement and food waste solutions. To help me talk all things LASA and give a little bit more insight into our vision this year, I'll be joined by two fantastic guests. Firstly, we have Gavin Squires, our business development controller for education, and our very own award-winning chef, Wayne Wright, both holding many years of experience and have incredible passion for the sector. So without any further delay, let's get talking to our guests. Welcome back. To discuss all things LASA, the main event, I'm really excited to be joined by our two fantastic guests. First of all, Business Development Controller for Education, Gavin Squires. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Emily. We are delighted to have you on here, Gavin. I believe this is your first official podcast? It is indeed, yeah. Really looking forward to it. Please, can you share a little bit about your role here at Bidfood and what you do within the education sector? Okay, so my role within Business Development Controller for Education, I manage a team of 10 national account managers, focus on predominantly primary schools, secondary schools, and elements of higher education. So we work very closely with our contracted partners and our contracted customers and ensure that we provide a a service to the highest standard and also developing the product ranges and menu development with Wayne as well. Thanks, Gavin. And now for our second guest, welcome Wayne. Thanks, Emily. Great to be here again. For anyone that didn't listen to our previous podcast, can you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do within the education sector? Yes, I'm food development chef for the education sector. I look after our menu cycles, try and support our customers, clients with products, recipe solutions, menu solutions, and how to support them find cost saving ways to afford affordable food to meet the school food standards and guidelines. Welcome back. So onto the subject of this episode, Gavin, what was your favourite moment from this year's LASA? There were so many great moments taken from the LASA main event and it was fantastic to see so many of our existing customers join the conference and also a wide variety of number of prospect customers as well, having positive conversations with Bidfood. Um, it was so great to see so many suppliers there uh, presenting new products, uh, bringing new ideas and concepts to the education sector, alongside having direct dialogue with the LASA board, discussion, discussing various topics in relation to the sector itself. If I had to pick a favourite moment from the conference, it'd probably be handing over the cheque for over £8,500 to the LASA chair, Brad Pierce, for Brad's nominated charity, Prostate Cancer UK, and where my amazing team uh, participated in 24 hours of sports back in March. And this was a very proud moment and a special moment for myself. And what I'd also like to do is uh, have a very special mention to William White Meats, Waffle Meister and Nestle Professional to support us during that, uh, the, the success of the charity event also. What would you say was your biggest takeaway from the event? Probably our biggest takeaway from the event would be 
the school's requirements for looking at product development, inspiration and concepts, which fit the nutritional standards, meets the allergen requirements, and also at the correct price points, which you're already working on immensely as a business, which Wayne will talk about later, no doubt. The feedback that I received from the Bid Food Trends presentation uh, during day one of the conference was extremely positive. And customers and suppliers were immediately asking for copies of the presentation, how, asking how we can support with their business further. So that would probably be the biggest takeaway I've taken from the event. Great. So Chef Wayne and Adam created an incredible customizable dessert bar. What was your favorite combination? <laughs> I, I'll, I'll originally start by saying as a business, we took a, we, we took a risk creating the uh, customized dessert bar, which uh, I felt landed extremely well. And all at the main event uh, with all kinds of combinations people are creating. But personally, I love the, uh, the waffle base topped with the uh, pineapple and flapjack crumb. So I thought it was a great way to uh, elevate tin fruits, utilize elements of leftovers for a unique twist and uh, create such a dish that I know with children we love to see and eat. Great choice there. Um, we know you're extremely passionate about universal infant free school meals and supporting calls for an increase of funding. What would be your best piece of advice for school caterers as they continue to navigate in such a turbulent climate? Well, the announcement of the increased funding of universal infant free school meals to £2.53 could not have been more timely, being announced just before uh, the LASA main event. However, I must say that this funding albeit welcomed, is nowhere near enough in order for the future of education catering to survive, especially as the minimum amount of funding really needs to be around the 290 mark, especially look at Scotland at 330 and Wales at 290. So it really needs to be that minimum mark. However, this um, it's happened. It's uh, the, the funding will be going live in September, but this does put increased pressure on the fantastic education catering staff who work tirelessly day in and day out on the front line, feeding the future generation of our country. The best piece of advice I would give for school caterers, keep close to LASA, who provide an enormous amount of support to the sector on a day-to-day -day basis, and work closely with your wholesale and supply partners to continue to provide guidance, ideas and support in relation to both cost-ins, price mitigation, and also product development. That's great advice. What would you like to see more from the government on this matter? And how can we as an industry do more? Okay. I, on behalf of the sector and the industry, want the government to wake up, fully understand the challenges that the sector is currently experiencing. This isn't going to go away. And if funding is not increased, and more importantly, not ring fence for school catering, the future of the wonderful sector that we work in is in serious doubt. Funding must be increased and must be ring-fenced for school catering, not to be used for other elements of the school's budget and um, areas of, of expenditure within the school. So I urge everybody within the industry to continue to raise the seriousness of the matter to their local MPs, continue to lobby government from a local and national basis, allow LACER to continue to drive the message from the government perspective, continue, and continue to raise the level of media coverage uh, in relation to this is such a critical subject, which I must say Brad Pierce has done a fantastic job of doing this during the past year as LASER chair. Thank you, Gavin. I completely agree. 
Welcome back. So Wayne, for Laser, we wanted to create a fun yet bold concept that schools could easily replicate. It also incorporated cost-saving, food waste solutions and our latest trending flavours. What would you say was the reaction from the stand? Well, firstly, people were surprised we'd uh, made a bold move to do desserts. Most of our customers are so used to us standing there showing innovation on the high street main course meals. But I thought um, we get asked many, many times to look at desserts and cost-effective desserts um, that are nutritionally balanced for the children. So I took the decision to take tinned and frozen desserts to Lacer and uh, add leftover ingredients to enhance them to give them more of a high street feel. Um, at first, people were like, wow. But then once they started to taste it, they were just talking about innovation all day, every day, about the stand. So it was a brave move, but paid off. And it also gave our customers, plus prospect customers, the chance to take our products to the high street in their schools. So what were some of the standout toppings you created that featured on the stand? And how did you go about finding this inspiration? Well, first, the inspiration came from our trend launch. Um, and my favourite was the Indian banana and uh, katsu dusting. Um, this is one of our trends that we've seen this year and moving forward to next year. So I thought, why not try a banana and madras topping on some ice cream with some donuts? It was a bit of a mad mix, but everybody enjoyed it. Um, the Duke pineapple, again, a simple ingredient just with some mixed spice, a little bit of chilli, went down really well. That's up great with the uh, waffle as a base, a little bit of ice cream. And then also topped on top of that, as Gavin said earlier, the parsnip and coconut flapjack went down a storm. For me, the watermelon, basil and strawberry was so refreshing. It also brought a bit of hint of Wimbledon to our stand, some of vibes. So yeah, they were my three favourite toppings. Definitely, that one was actually my favourite as well. We were asked to do a speaker slot on Wednesday, discussing the latest trends and how to replicate them in school canteens. For those who came to watch, what were you hoping would be their biggest takeaway? And there's a couple, really. I think keep doing what they do well with the retro desserts. Um, think of ways to reduce the sugar and still give the high street flavour. It's certainly one of our biggest trends this year. And going forward, it's going to be an even bigger trend. But keep an eye out for the Cuban-Mexican fusion that's going to be hitting the high streets. We're going to see more and more of it. But... Maybe the biggest one for me is to concentrate on the British classics and start putting a twist on them. Do you have any tips for school caterers on how to increase pupil engagement through food offering and style of service? Again, it has to start with the children. For me, I would get a school forum set out within the each year groups and have taster sessions, get suppliers to come in, show what they can offer, get the children involved with taster sessions through their innovation we have to remember what they're seeing on social media and the high street, and they need to be talking to their caterers about this so the caterers can get it right. So school forums and taste sessions are key for the offering within schools. And what was a real standout moment for you at this year's Lisa? Uh, the big one for me, I think, is meeting our current customers and re-engaging with them. Um, and also, likewise, with prospects. Nice to see so many different people there and to see what trends are happening within our suppliers that work with us and key partners. Great. Thank you, Wayne. It was great to chat to you and thank you so much for joining our podcast. 
My pleasure. And also a big thanks to you, Gavin. Thank you, Emily. If you're keen to learn more about this episode's topic, you can find links in our show notes. We've also included links to some of our school support, ranging from our Compete With The Street inspiration guides to our cost saving and stretches guide. If you've enjoyed the episode, please make sure you follow our series wherever you listen to podcasts so you can be the first to hear about our latest episodes. Thank you for listening and until next time, goodbye.